Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ick girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sick hop boot, for your boom. Uh, this is Jenny. This is Lindsay. Speaking of country. Speaking of cunts. Speaking of cunts. <laughs> We're coming to come My see My name's Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cunts, we are coming all over the country to see you gas bitches. It is now officially the month of tour. It's fucking tour month. Galway, we're coming to you in three fucking weeks. Galway three weeks, girlies, girlies, get online and buy your shakes because there is super limited quantities. This is a show you don't want to miss. And Salavita Mai is going to play exclusively in your town. She's from Galway. Support local. If you want to be sustainable in this day and age, talk about sustainable women comedy. uplifting women. <laughs> women uplifting women, women supporting women. Come to our fucking live show. It Goes Live is going to be lit to the clit. We're going to make sure we put on a deadly show for you gals. Maya's going to be there. She always brings massive energy. She's super, mm-hmm. super talented. You will be in the midst of three talented women. Wow. And we just want to fucking meet you Galway girls. And then Limerick, the following Friday on the 5th of April, we are coming to you. Cork, we are coming to you on the 26th of April. And then Dublin Gertie's only about 100 tickets left, I think. Um, so go get your tickets as well. They are available on our website, which is itgalspodcast.com. And any questions regarding seating or tickets or anything like that, please direct them to the venues because we just don't have any control, unfortunately. But they'll be able to And we don't have the answers. So yeah. if you are looking for answers, we're not the gals to go to because it ain't like? our venue. We're but if you're looking for tickets, up. that's where you go. Itgalspodcast.com. Clickety-click on that clip. Clickety-click, get a tick. Um, so we have had multiple, multiple, multiple requests to cover this story. And we weren't going to bother because, to be honest, it's a bit of a non-story until, as always, we were able to pull, extract, extract. something of worth out of a pretty basic story. Yeah. Well, it's actually quite the extraction we did. Get, I think is going to be very interesting to discuss. Oh yeah, today. no. Well, the story in general. Okay, so obviously this came out last week. Was it last week or yeah, two weeks ago? Last week. Last week. God, the winter days or the early spring days are going slowly. Um, Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson. Yes, of Kardashian orbiting fame. Yes, she. Who was it? Her father was her dad worked was on um, Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air. Like yeah. so so her dad was just, I think, friends. Oh, yeah, friends. Dad was friends with the Smiths. And then through Jaden Smith, she became besties with Kylie Jenner. And like, I remember even when Kylie Jenner started to become like semi kind of relevant, 
your one Jordan was always around because I remember being like who is her fab looking friend and I just always find it mad when like they have pals who are like also really rich who aren't famous or something I was like how do you get friends with Kylie Jenner like you know what I mean like old friends she's like we went to school together I'm like that is random but then I found out like they're obviously all in this I think what I find strange in celeb world is the outwardly famous people like the Kardashians Mm -hmm. who are just like you know exactly why they're famous where you can track it all back so easily but then you see randomers like that that you're like how the fuck are you (laughs) and then it's always something weird like that like oh your dad co-wrote Basically, you're just a rich kid. Yeah. You're a rich kid. But that, if I was a fucking rich kid, that's the kind of vibe I'd want to be. I wouldn't want to be like, you know, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith's kid. I'd want to be like the background dude. Well, I guess technically the Kardashians are that as well. Because like their dad was just on that OJ trial and that's how they got famous. So uh, like that's how like Kim and stuff ended up getting in somewhat in the public eye, like around the Hiltons. Because they just went to school with like the Hiltons and all these kind of people. And then... Kim just became but anyway yeah. that's a story for another day but um, so obviously last week it came out I think it was actually the day we put up the podcast with uh, Claire because I remember it hadn't really bubbled above the surface yet but uh, there was a rumour going around uh, late last week that Jordan Woods hooked up very American terminology and yeah. you don't know if it's sex you don't know if it's a hug you don't know I remember that First in the hills space, whatever the hell that is do you remember in the hills they'd always be like did you hook up I remember being like what just hook up was it, the penis inserted yeah. into the, the vagina, vagina or what went on just on Bobby penetration involved <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking fingering no yeah hooked up all this first pay, play second base hooked up I just find it so vague because like I would only use hooked up if I rode the bastard do you know what I mean like I'd be like I hooked up with him that to me means I Shagged him. Hook and fanny kind of. Yeah, no, like hook <laughs> up my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I find what you lived in America for a little yeah, while. If you can't hear my accent. <laughs> what is first base? Do you Kissing. know? Second? Fingering. Third? I think it's like feeling the tip. Hold on, fingering comes before. Oh, I'm probably the getting. Tip. Okay, look, I'm not an expert on Well, don't give me the answer I then. I didn't go to school. You're the one who spent your youth in America. Oh, yeah. Well, I do know that first base is... First base is kissing. Second, I maybe is feeling up. Third is fingering, wanking. And then there's all the way. To be honest, even in school in Ireland, I don't think I ever fully got all the little... Some, you know when you're like kind of dived into secondary school and everyone is using the terminology as if it's just the norm mm. and you want to not look uncool by being like... What does top mean? Yeah. Like, I remember that. It was like, did you top it though? Yeah. We never, topping I never heard actually. And I was like, what? I'm, yeah. I was like, I'm guessing it's the breast because yeah, that's on top, top. on top of And me. then bottoming is probably, but <laughs> still, you don't want to be like, sorry guys. Yeah. I got topped last night. Yeah. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> I just, frigid was my favorite terminology. Frigid, I you know. You frigid? No. No. Ew, oh, no. no. So there was a rumor going around that Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson up at a house party in Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> All very hearsay here. She said, he said, and like there was loads of kind of rumors going around. Well, it was very much a source. Yeah, said. A source close to the people. And mm. There was all this kind of like rumors going around that she was giving him a lap dance in the gaff. That like all this kind of stuff and then there was always like you know there was uh rumors around like that like she's being kicked out because she lives with kylie jenner so there's all this like she's being kicked out of kylie jenner's home and like 
uh, then there was it was just like so much hearsay and then a lot of people being like oh obviously they're just filming for the new season of the Keeping Up uh, this is you know because there's always some sort of mad drama when they're filming because then everyone wants to tune in when the show comes out because they're like maybe it'll be on the yeah. show mm. um, it's happened so many times like. yeah exactly so there was all this going on and then so it, it, to me at that point what did you think of it Linz because uh, at that point to me when I it was, first kind of came out yeah I was very uninterested because I was just like oh, we all just never know and that's what with me I love the Kardashians for like having a little glance at yeah. their Instagram I actually don't follow any of them but I love just the get up of them yeah I you know I Kim. like having a you what I only follow Kim I don't follow any of them I just I see so much of yeah. them in general so yeah. I don't really feel like you don't I need follow, to follow no I see them yeah. Um, but yeah I love them for that kind of veneer of just like they look amazing you'll never know what work mm-hmm. they got done you'll probably never see it on like Photoshop photograph you yeah, know yeah 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 but for that kind of facade I enjoy so when these kind of like raw and real stories come out I'm just like not bothered because I know we'll never get to the root of the actual truth and we know like even if they are like being filmed through the duration of this drama we'll never actually see because it's going to be like you know remember Chris Jenner is the executive producer on that show yeah like. it's just like it's just you'll never they're so untouchable in yeah. every way they're so untouchable in like they will have a huge big backlash when Instagram post it won't touch off it won't chink their armour kind yeah. of thing like they are just on a foundation that is built of rock they're huge yeah. there's no touching the Kardashians it is what it is that's why the world is obsessed with them yeah however so that kind of just makes me blah when I see like mm. something come out like that like because I the just only know one, it's never going to evolve into something actually yeah like, tangible yeah the only one I was ever kind of like shook over was I guess the Kim the robbery in Paris I remember being like whoa that sounds really intense and just the fact that Kim Kardashian did go off social media for like eight months or something after that I remember being like holy shit but I still kind of knew did like, she really yeah she was off it for fucking eight not eight months probably like three or something but she was not on social media whatsoever because that was the big thing that like right before that yeah. robbery she was showing where they were and she was showing all of her diamonds and stuff mm. like that and then she was Instagramming while she was out but so th- then I don't know I am a complete um, skeptic in like every way when it comes to the Kardashians mm-hmm. I don't believe anything about them yeah I don't believe that she was robbed do you not? no I, I kind of believe the it. robbery that was the one that I was like I kind of don't think they'd be that psychotic but then again who knows I don't believe it because nothing came out of it that was were they not arrested though? no that that very much just was like fizzled I think, off into the yeah nothing it. actually came out about it right and there was no CCTV there was nothing like that there was like it just didn't make yeah. sense how like Kim Kardashian is loaded they have constant security around them what happened kind of thing mm. it was just very vague the excuses and all that were very vague and um yeah I didn't see much change like it's just, I think um where it is with you and I is, is that like you're way more into uh you're better at keeping up to the day-to-day of celeb gossip whereas I just read it and I'm like oh my god no way and then I'll yeah. just believe the first I think and like whenever I say to Lindsay like I'll be like but didn't that happen then you're like no but like two months later it actually came in and I'm like literally oh, I, you're like a freaking private investigator I'm level. an encyclopedia of yeah. knowledge with trash reality stars it's iconic to be honest I don't know how like I mean Jesus wept with like, my knowledge. You know the way. Remember, I remember you were saying to uh, May about something a while ago. You were like, "Jenny's a researcher," and, and to be honest, if she says she knows something, I just believe her. That's how I am with Lindsay. Yeah, like, with- Lindsay would be like, "Actually, Kim Kardashian, blah 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 blah." I'd be like, "Oh, I take it for gospel. I really do." I mean, thank you. You should. 
because it's just like stays in my mind yeah. like actual some you more worthwhile yeah. knowledge stays in your mind more like vacuous bollocks stays in my mind <laughs> that's why we got the podcast on together Come we on. are one super mind super human <laughs> super brain but yeah no I just don't believe anything because it all it's just so obvious it always yeah. comes at a beneficial time I guess they are, are always like you know very much in the media so it's Generally beneficial yeah. However even stuff that Like it didn't Kylie Jenner Slash the price of the lipstick The Jordan lipstick Or something like that Okay and then A the- day after the um, This all came out And So what do you think This could be a publicity stunt Yeah Okay I don't believe this Yeah I don't believe it at all It's just too in our face Obviously Do you think they throw Jordan Not that I think I don't think they have I don't think Loyalties thro- other than themselves honest, I don't but. think they've thrown Jordan I think this is a way To get Jordan's platform up Yeah that's true Because she is kind of Like a non-entity She's been like huge As in like I mean they've done so much for her Like she modelled for Khloe Kardashian's Jim yeah. Rain She did the collab With Kylie right. for the makeup Like she's Consistently in their social media So she's consistently Getting that exposure Except still No one gives a fuck about her And do you know why? Because she's just not that pretty Or interesting I think she's really pretty She's But like in terms of like Bombshell Like she's a pretty girl Pretty girl But like I think she's very marketable In this day and age Because she's like a plus size Woman of colour so I think that yeah. it's something like this to boost her um, But it hasn't worked. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she's pretty. She She's obviously not maybe a very hard plus worker. side. She's I just think she never had held anyone's interest. Yeah. So this story has then made people be interested totally. in her. Yeah. What are you about? You go to house parties? Do you sniff? Do you mm. get fucking ride, lads? You're a crazy like I just think no way in hell. If there was that amount of backlash, genuinely, would she have gone on that table talk thing? Like these people are so close; they know each other, they know all each other from the area. Oh yeah, and like, like they all live within like you know a, a fucking stone's throw of each other in like a Calabasas yeah. kind of like gated community. I mean, who knows? Jeffrey's daughter could have been involved in it in some regard as well. You yeah, so don't know. We can talk about that. So then, obviously, this was coming out and it was pre uh, round red table talk, which we're going to get onto later on the episode. Um, but Jeffrey Star came on social media who is known to like not give a fuck and like especially with the Kardashians I will give him that much like, known to not give a fuck and also known to be like just out for himself honest kind of vibe yeah. like he clearly has no desire to be friends with these people he's exactly. constantly throwing them under the bus like he, it's great so like his um, like one of the reasons why not, not why Jeffree Star got famous but I remember like the first I oh, had always known Jeffree Star from MySpace as I'm sure you did too mm-hmm. like back in the day as being like on the Vans Warp Tour like emo scene queen like just that's who, if you were in your teen years in the early 2000s mid 2000s you know who fucking Jeffree Star was probably Star is. one of the first internet people you knew he, yeah Do you know he the way was you were the like, first like in, in, influencer he was the first internet born celebrity really totally him and Tila Tequila were the only two yeah. the biggest people on MySpace so um Jeffree Star uh, he his I remember the the first time I heard about him in years um was when he threw all of Kylie's lip glosses in the trash, um because he got them I think I don't even know if he I don't think he even had his YouTube at this stage, and he got her li- yeah I think it was on Snapchat yeah it was on Snapchat he he got her lip glosses and he said that the the tops were all frayed and he was like oh yeah the brush the came brush out frayed came, yeah it was all frayed and he was like trash and threw them out and then. You know Lately he had given Like Kylie Kylie Cosmetics Like a load of mixed reviews And then he gave her A brush set A really bad review And they kicked him off The uh, PR list Mm. Then uh, Kim Kardashian And he 
they didn't have like a spout but like Kim would put up a picture with him or something and everyone was like he's racist he's racist and then she defended him and then he kind of clapped back not at her but at people by being like I've apologised all of so basically like he just he has shown through and through what I'm, is what I'm trying to say that he doesn't like he's not trying to lick their arse no he's shown through and through yeah that he is true he yeah he's truthful and he, he's giving bad reviews to their products and, and then he doesn't not, need their clout because he doesn't no, he lives in the same no, community however he also similar to the Kardashians he has shown how he is consistently building a massive platform yeah. off the back of many many controversies Dramas. yeah he knows basically how to monetize and uh make a gain off controversies and uh like social media kind of virality yeah um so he went on his instagram and was kind of like i'm over this story like we need to stop giving these people fucking air we mm. play we are putty in their hands mm-hmm. every single time one of these fucking stories comes out we're all clicking on the sites that's how they make money we're all giving them thing and then at the end he like was like and fucking he's like and you think that i don't know the truth like i work in the beauty industry and everyone shares glam squads and everyone shares mm. wig people and you think they don't gossip everyone knows that jordan and tristan have been hooking up for months and it's been known and mm. all this kind of stuff um now that very well could be true but it's also like he's he he worded it very well i thought because he just said like oh you think those people don't gossip well they've said that they've been hooking up for months it's like yeah that could just also be beauty people gossip like beauty people are i we've both worked in the beauty industry yeah the gossip you get in the beauty industry is almost so salacious that like Half of it has to be five, if not more. Oh, one hundred percent. It is the uh, most. The ch- majority of it probably is not true. Salacious. And I think it's the that's why it's so easy to gossip about that in an open space, yeah, in a nail bar or a hairdresser's. You yeah. can openly say these wild statements about this blogger, or this famous person, yeah. or this person's husband because it's so insane. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter Do you know the way mm-hmm. It's like When I heard Conor McGregor has Seven kids That's what I yeah. heard It's just like And then like It's also the God, same With the, the beauty he's, girls What is he like Like they're, they're like No my friend now She works in a salon Out in Kimmage And she treated Dee And Dee came into her And she said that She's not having it anymore yeah, and like it's Just always you wait. it's all coming out now. Yeah, it's all about to come out, it's all bubbling up, and it's like people love that because it sounds so like, oh my god, my nails. She knows her, and she said to break. Yeah, but it is literally always oh the friend of the friend of the salon. Like, I have been involved in gossip for so many years now. I just <laughs> know when it's not true. Yeah, and this kind of shit that comes out in nail bars where. You know, when WhatsApp kind of virality now. Yeah, exactly. Like for example, that birdie or her and thing. <laughs> yeah, that was fake. Yeah, you know, like how people feed into this extremely obvious false gossip. Yeah, just to have something to natter about <laughs> is so pathetic. It makes me want to fucking cry. Like, well, like I love to feed into it knowing it's fake. As in like Not feed into it As in like spread it further But like say when that Like Bertie Hearn voice He got sent in or whatever We were all just lolling And like yeah, I think I, I played know. it for my dad Lolling along Like in a way it's of a like It's a handy little bit of like It's kind of like Instead of talking about the weather We're talking about this fake I mean I'm sure it's all You know fun and games Until you're on the receiving end Of some mad viral Kind of salacious oh, totally. gossip Going around I mean it, it like, depends on how Like I mean if the If the gossip is like Vindictive and evil I really don't like to play into it Like there's obviously Been loads of stuff That's come out of Whatsapp groups That are like Literally you are slandering Someone and putting Some of the worst uh, Names on them That you possibly could And like that kind of shit I don't yeah. really fucks with 
a gas story about someone randomly seeing Bridget Hearn on a Tinder date. I mean, I'm sorry. I know, but the that could be it, not great for him. Just because course. we find it funny, like he could still, that could have affected him. Of course, it's or always going to affect him. Do you know the way? Yeah, ah, yeah. Look, I'm not saying it didn't affect anyone. I'm just saying that like sometimes it's so funny, I can't help but lol. Oh yeah, like what I'm I not prefer. Pretend to be like, oh, now turning my nose up. I'm not, I just am more of a voyeur. Hence why I love like good ass reality shows that are genuine, yeah. like, you know, voyeurism vibe I just like no I I do love gossip in its truest form that is like whoa I shouldn't know that about you yet I do yeah I like true people gossip real gossip I don't really like any gossip to do with reality TVs I love when it's a genuine I mean I'm horny for a genuine media um blowout kind of kind of just yeah, expose kind of See, vibe. That's where I'm. I'm always skeptical of them. I always think that they're all completely fake. I'm just like, no. Especially when it's like low level, kind of like Geordie Shore reality people. Because I'm like, these people are the most f- desperate people to be famous. No, for me, I like you see a paparazzi kind of vibe. Like yeah. say the Strictly Come Dancing. I've never watched that show. Never will. Even that, that I think is fake though. When that came out last year about your man cheating and his yeah. girlfriend and that I love. That I'm horny for. Yeah. I'm the not, genuine caught rotten that. shit. I love it. I love. But I think Which I know it's I bad. always think it's fake. Because I'm always like, there. this is all for the show. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, that's so easy to like, they're like, okay guys, look, one year's are going to have to cheat on each other. And then this year we kind of, I know your man Megan Wes or whatever these people are, they broke up or whatever, but it's just, it's kind of like, okay, another. See, no, I see that was different. That could well have been fake yeah. because they were all involved. The dancers, obviously in media, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it was like something like, that's like genuine real people mixed with <laughs> celebrities. Like yeah, with that yeah, Strictly yeah. Come Dancing, your man, Sean, whatever, the comedian cheated on his girlfriend and the girlfriend. We like have an was, episode on that, actually. Yeah, we do. <laughs> she was like, she was not known. Yeah. That so was okay. definitely yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oof, we got I get you. real. I mean, it's definitely more painful for whoever is involved, I can imagine, when it's literally like, oh, there's my real life being played yeah. out. But like, I to mean, get gossip back to the, is always going to fucking affect someone. And that's just yeah. part of the, like, part of the blow that comes along with gossiping is the fact that, like, someone is on the receiving end of this not being the best note, day. As a side note, even what. Uh, we were talking about on X Gals just about like if you hear gossip about say our exes if you don't fucking come mm. to us with that gossip. Side note, if you want to gossip about us or me or whatever, I love it on a WhatsApp and a WhatsApp thing where I don't see. Yes. That's all good. If my friends are gossiping about me just behind my back, that's I don't grand. do it. Don't come to me and be like, yeah, they were actually saying something. Weird. I thought it was real harsh. It did get real harsh. I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to know. Like especially when and it's I don't like, trust anyone. If you're coming to me with this kind of I hate bit of information, being told that someone's gossiping about me or that someone has heard gossip that has some sort of affiliation to moi. Like I don't like it. I don't like hearing. Oh my god! Uh, apparently your ex was out last night in Pygmalion and he was talking. I don't. I, don't I personally care. don't like gossip when say you've not been on a night out. Yeah. And then you go out for lunch with someone who's on that night out, and they're like. Yeah, they were being a bit harsh about you, you know. They were saying actually about you, and I was just like, "Here, stop it, lads. That's not fair." I was like, "How to what?" Yeah, how did it get from? How did that even? Be- and I love that you're painting yourself as this perfect yeah. person in this whole Yet exchange. Yeah, you're coming to me and reporting. Okay, this. sounds like there's a few little cogs missing right now. I hate that, but um, but well, that was a 
bit of a tangent there tangent but anyway there. so basically what but here's a good way of putting it so you said that you like it when it becomes real and you you know we were both talking about how like the tristan and jordan thing was never interested in us because we were like we will never know and then calculated jordan woods goes on this which i've never heard of is again extremely great press for this round I red have. table i have the smiths present it yep explain to what what okay, is so it a is Facebook show? I'm not I think so it's it's a Facebook show. I think so the Smiths, Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith are trying to get into YouTube right now. Yes. Um and I think on the back of that are they they're they're trying to take over the fucking world, yeah. basically. They're like very thirsty humans. Yeah. And um yeah, they have this red table talk where they you come to the table, you sit around and truth the truth is spoken. <laughs> Insane so American. ones. Will's Willow Smith was on uh, one week to her mother and her grandmother explaining how her mother and father pressing her into fame made her cut herself. The mum's crying, <laughs> being like, I can't believe I didn't know my teenage, young teenage girl was cutting herself. Willow's crying, the granny's crying. They're saying, I'm th- pretty sure Jada Pinkett Smith How ironic that her. they're on a Facebook live show talking about it. Do you know what it's I mean? It's very, very grim viewing. Stage vibes? Like, oh God. You didn't know your young famous daughter was cutting herself because you made her. Well, that's go if you believe tour. that even. It's like, you know, they would have had to organize this round table talk where they probably would have brought up the fact that they're gonna talk about it. You know, that way it's like, it's all so. It's very bizarre. V- the veneer of that is just like gross, to be honest. But I feel like it does. I There's something about me that trusts. The Smiths again trust my knowledge and celebs because they're so randomly like spiritual. But they're so I think their spirit like they're the type of people that they put up this fucking veneer of like wholesome spirituality shit that makes me be like they're probably evil. See, I think they're evil as in like clearly it's been known for years that Jada Pink and Will have like an open relationship yeah. and all this cheating and blah blah blah. So I think they do like technically evil stuff as in probably fucking each other over and having mad orgies while their poor children are in the God knows what they're doing and um, I think they a lot of times sometimes you know especially this Hollywood bollocks they'll cover it and we're just trying to explore yeah yeah truth blah 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 so I think that whole just like covering bad behaviour mm. in like spiritualistic Palo Santo kind of vibe that's what I mean like a veneer of spiritualness and like goodness which just, makes sense then that they would maybe be real with the table talk which is like we're going to capitalise off our rawness I think real in the sense of yeah they're going to capitalise off it but it's oh, still under a veneer of like do goodery which I just don't buy like when someone it's like lady doth protest too much vibes I don't they, they there's not there's really a lot of the time a conclusion does, I, yeah there's just something about them like the whole Will Smith transforming into the YouTube star, it all uh, it grosses me out for some reason. But anyway, Will Smith, Will Smith's coolness began and ended on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I thought he was cool in Men in Black. If I'm honest, I really liked Men in Black, but he wasn't cool then. He was more like he was cool in Fresh Prince. Like he was cool. Hot. Welcome to Miami, cool song. Cool song. Yeah, he was cool then. <laughs> he should just but now it's just like you know you've been famous years and he still is so desperate for fame that's what yeah anyway so these uh, round table red table red table I can't fucking it's a remember. round red table oh, that's why I'm getting confused yeah <laughs> so they have these spill all sashes and they invited Jordan Woods on and Jordan Woods um, 
went on Instagram live for I think five seconds oh, in that yeah. Instagram live. This was her introducing that this was her next move. She just showed which the red shows table. the calculation. Because sure. it wasn't being dropped I think till the next night or something Well we made a press It was like Jordan what is going on the red table Because oh like God. she hadn't responded in any way Yeah Like there was things like The Kardashians were unfollowing Tristan Thompson and, and Jordan Chloe was acting a damn fool on Instagram Or on Twitter Oh well. <laughs> we'll get to that We'll get to that But yeah so then no, Jordan had not been responding at all And she was kind of in some ways Seen as maybe the victim in this Because mm. like she doesn't have the platform In the same regard Or the like obsessive fans yeah. that um, The Kardashians who are like this pack of wolves Yeah In comparison Um and yeah, she was she was at some event the night before and she got on the mic and there were people clapping and she was like, it's been real. That was the first bit of press that was like, Jordan finally responds. <laughs> yeah. It's been real. Which is like, please, this is so blah. Like, so blah. And then finally it's like, oh shit, oh shit, we're actually going to get some juice here mm. because she's going to sit down. We had barely ever heard this girl talk yeah i only ever heard her like so oh do, the only the one time i heard her talk was the kylie pregnancy video yeah where she's, she's like kylie has always mom. wanted to be a mom and like she made the whole video and all that yeah kind she's of always like, skulking in the back of like kylie's insta stories or snapchat drooling and freaking herself over. brown nosing kylie jenner for the last like 16 years i know it. and so everyone was like salivating themselves over the fact that she's going to be giving this dense conversation like and that red table talk I think is usually about an hour long so it's like oh yeah podcast vibe so yeah they sat down with Jordan and she kind of spilled um her thing spilled, spilled I hated load. the beginning of it I hated Ugh. the whole like you know the indulgence of the like ringing up Uncle Will like that made me want to I remember when your father yeah God rest him. God rest his soul <laughs> You know, we said we're gonna we're gonna mind this baby girl. And we're I'm a, I'm a daddy now. Like Will, <laughs> Will Smith's your dad. <laughs> Will, just please yeah. stop trying to get like, you know, be the fucking public he's, sweetheart kind of. And he's also like, I'm the dad, but I'm also the young guy, but I'm also the like elderly father figure, but I'm also the cool YouTuber. Like I know, like, it's ew. like please, please, Nerd you have your vibes. millions on. Yeah, you're minted. And your kids are fucking famous. Yeah. You have why do you why do you want to be big on YouTube? Yeah, leave that to the fucking norm normies in their bedrooms. Like, I mean, but anyway, anyway. Um, so yeah, it was all very much like wrapped up in like Jordan, come here, honey. We've been mining her for years. Yeah, and now here we are. Oh, it was very much like building it up to be like you know, it was very it, from the get go. It was like the the what are they? The Smiths are on Jordan's side. You know that way. It was very much like, but also like the Smiths are the good people here. Yeah. The like, mutual kind of observer. Let's all just calm it down. Let's unpack yeah. this and calm it down, yeah. guys. Okay. Three families have been extremely affected. I love like sorry. Three families. Hold on. What? The Smiths. How are you affected <laughs> by this? How? Oh no, I don't think they meant the Smiths. I think they meant Jordan's family, the Kardashians. I and thought then, they were saying them as the kind of their No, I think they meant like Chloe and Tristan's family, the Kardashians and then Jordan's family. Oh okay I thought they were Involving themselves in <laughs> No but that would be gas Just <laughs> because But the way that <laughs> yeah, They painted the, the whole it. thing As in like We're all You know our here. kids We, we grew up other. together We saw you grow up yeah. Good God You've done so well Like that kind of yeah, Like really yeah, injecting yeah. Themselves in yeah. the drama I think it was just like eh? I love the uh, Injecting themselves In the drama But being above it all We, don't we all this. know a girl Like that You know oh, that way yeah, We all know a girl the drama But it's just like Injects herself in the drama 
but they're like girlies come on let's get over this anyway keep going what did she say to you like fucking bitch anyway yeah. so um i put out a tweet that went <laughs> casually viral that i'm having anxiety attacks over i had to mute it because I-, I couldn't believe it. i couldn't believe myself That's the most liked tweet ever right oh my i don't even know what it's on now i don't want to know because people like random tweet to go viral oh i think it's because i spelled her name out and then people searched jordan woods it was while it was trending oh right you know what i mean so um i didn't i literally tweeted and didn't think of it and then went on my phone was like hee hee but i said like the craziest thing about the jordan woods Mm -hmm. roundtable talk was that she basically said like she's like yeah we go out of parties in la and anyway we went back to a party and all of a sudden it was 7 a.m i was like what she was like i i said oh my god the sun has come up and i was like uh, me thinks you were on the schnacht there, hon. Me thinks you were racking up a line whilst looking at the beautiful sunset. <laughs> me thinks that you had this, the blinds down. Some freak was like, don't let the sun in. Yeah, like, yeah. Huffing on about 20 John Player Blues. There's a helicopter flying <laughs> around the fucking Malibu apartment where the fuck they are. Calabasas. Like, you are not. How do you say it? Calabasas. Calabasas. Like, it's like, you're, hun, she was like, we're all having a few drinks. I did drink a good few drinks. It's like, if you're but drank. Then, but I wasn't drunk. Yeah. Remember when she, she like, I was, was like, not intoxicated. Were you drunk? Were you tipsy? So you were, were up you? to 7 a.m. sober. I love that they have like a hundred, I guess we do too. Like, it's gas that like different cultures just have a hundred different words for the different levels of drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's Gee-eyed like, or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just were locked. you flutered or trolleyed? <laughs> uh, it was a mix, if we're honest. <laughs> like, what would you say? I just always say I'm locked. I'd be like, I was locked. Yeah. But then say if I was like, we've had this conversation in the if past. I was, if you were few really weeks, to be drunk, I would probably describe, what would I say? Mm. I'd probably say out of it. Out of it, yeah. Like if someone is properly like saying making no sense, I'd be like, or just yeah. (laughs) But if you were just kind of like casually buzzed, what would you be saying? Lit. Yeah, but then but in Irish terminology, a kind of grand all night where it's like, nah, nothing really happened. Lit, a grand all night night where you didn't get like fucked. Yeah, but you were drunk and enjoying yourself, and it was a fun night. Lit to the clip. Yeah, well, lit to the clit is like we're out dancing. Lit to the clit, it was like a lit night. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. But like, a, yeah, but anyway, I just love that level of like Jada Pink being like, were you drunk? Which is intoxicated. No, faded, but. Yeah, I love like, that. Like low key lit, but like not fully. Faded. Say no more, say no more. So uh, I put out that tweet anyway. Go look at it. Please do not retweet it. <laughs> I'm so tempted to delete it. I hate it now. Because like it got. Well, on. it's literally like the bag. I know, I said they're on the bag. Like, ah! I mean, the people, there's all these moms reading me, what's the bag? Amazing. <laughs> they're all American. Like, there's all these American people being like, ha, this white girl don't know us. We we stay up to 8 a.m. all the time in New Orleans. I'm like, I don't, I'm just from Dublin, girlies. <laughs> like, I, 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 I forget I said anything. I was making a Dublin specific joke by saying the bag. And, okay? I, I, and it was a ballsy <laughs> joke. I know. See, Twitter, we don't have that many followers. So we're always like throwing out. Oh, low-key risque tweets and then you're like yeah I'm like hee hee gone viral so but that was one thing um, that came up in the story so that Jordan said they went back to this fucking uh, party and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and from that is kind of where Lindsay and I have seen some themes and uh, aspects of the story that we have actually been in our conversation over the past few weeks Um, and months actually months yeah actually to be honest maybe a year 
God forbid. Actually, six months. Okay, so basically, what we because we we're getting so many requests, like we said, to discuss the Jordan thing, and it's like blah to discuss the like, and then basically, her legs were dangling over her head. Yeah, okay, because it's just like it's just like it's honestly like shooting the shit. And it's splitting hairs. It's splitting hairs over hairs that are just being presented to you, and you're just over people. You're just never know. You'll never meet. We'll never know. Blah blah blah. Like waste of our damn time. So what we like to do is extract something tangible that we can connect to, like say Irish culture or just like dating culture. Yeah. in general and um, what we did find intriguing was first of all what I would consider quite unnecessary to talk about publicly the exact ins and outs of the night as in that your leg was dangling yeah. and you reached over to get the bong or whatever and his hand grazed yours that, that yeah. kind of intricities that she was getting into and also the like, like hold on what? he kissed me at the door and then Jane Pinkinsfield goes tongue <laughs> like, like what kind of kiss a tongue kiss and then she tongue. went oh a kiss kiss a passionate I mean, kiss it was like okay w- w- hold on yeah like a kiss is a kiss is a kiss is a kiss unless he's kissing you on the cheek goodbye and presenting in your taxi but what we wanted to kind of re- re- rewind is you are re- 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 we always do <laughs> yeah, so annoying <laughs> is the boundaries that like the just different boundaries that exist an individual has if they are in a relationship and how that kind of works as in if you are in a relationship and your boyfriend's is doing that your baby daddy or whoever he is, is or your doing pal that, is doing that too or your pal is doing that like how do you how do these boundaries work within yeah. dating and within close friendships within you can be really good friends with your friend's boyfriend or you can be friends like all these different kind or of intricities that friendly, happen and like the whole thing of like the first thing that stuck out that we, we had spoken about Lindsay was the fact she was in the gaff without we, without Chloe and without like really any other Kardashian do you know what I mean like it sounded like it was just her a group of fucking who knows what and, Tristan, knows. and Tristan Thompson like you know, and she kind of said this whole like, you know, I just thought, yeah, it's Chloe's man. Like, I'm safe here. Like, these are people I know. And the first thing that jumped out of my mind is just like, I would just never be in that situation. There would never be a situation in my life that I am at a gaff party and the only person I know truly there is my friend's fella. Never mind my friend's sister's fella. Mm. Do you know what I mean Like obviously Like they're all like They consider each other sisters But like She's she's Kylie's mate You know that way It's like This is your best friend's Big sister's Baby daddy And I think this is what We kind of want to discuss Which is like This is not It's kind of like Be aware Of boundaries That should probably exist yeah. Before you knock them down And then they have to Be rebuilt Paper mache exist Yeah Like you should not be in that situation Yeah For that situation to be addressed as a problem And then not happen again I just don't find it I find it really strange how, Like I mean Because I've heard this come up With loads of friends of mine Throughout the years And all this kind of like Odd drama Like Because the most The type of drama that I hate the most Is unnecessary shite And that to me is like mm. Unnecessary garbage But that you have to deal with Like Oh do you know that Sarah uh, Was actually out last night With your ex And they were doing shots All night actually It's like Why were you doing Like Yeah Why And when we were talking About that whole like People telling you about gossip And making themselves Look like the golden person In this 
situation. I find a lot of the time if someone is coming to me with maybe slightly shady behavior, they're all they'll always word it in a way that makes them look like the golden person. So yeah, for example, if it's like, okay, so Jenny, this is really weird. Okay, so I was out right in Grogan's and I bumped into your ex and it was random like he was at our table whatever and we were like getting drinks and blah blah and it's like and then he kind of was like whispering in my ear a bit and that I was like beautiful. what the fuck like, like I'm saying you like, I'm know really... that I'm friends with Jenny right like I was saying yeah. that hun don't get me wrong and then he kind of was like are you coming back to a gaffer and and it's always like hold on why are you at a table with him yeah why did you put yourself in that position to then maybe flirtation to happen why don't be at the table I just don't get it because like I've been in hundreds of situations where I'm in a bar bopping with me girdies we all live well we don't all live but me and Lindsay live in Dublin town right and I'm mm. sure every fucking city has its equivalency of like small scenes you know everyone you're bumping in and I'm, if I'm on a night out I know there's a 90% chance I'm bumping into someone who it may be I don't know but there's someone I'm gonna be like oh hey mm-hmm. if that is my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend or boyfriend Unless the girlfriend is on the night out with me, they're getting a nod, a hello, possibly a little hug, and I'm tootling on oh, off oh. back to my fucking table. Regardless if there is no seats in the place and I have a spare seat next yeah, to no, me, there's no situation that I'm putting myself in any form of being a shady cunt. Yeah. There's no excuse for it. And like we were talking about this actually with Claire last week. Do you remember she was saying that a lot of um, girls go up to Ian and like, you know, like he she wasn't saying it in any bitchy way. She was saying he thinks it's gas and yeah, buying them a drink. And she was mm. saying, we were just joking that she was saying like, oh, it's great because I've got eyes everywhere now, you know, gas, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of brought it to Claire and I was just like, I just find that really you know not in a judgy way I just find it mad because like say for example like say I was mad into Pippa or like Suzanne Jackson or something if I saw their husbands on a night out I mean the audacity I would have to have to go up to their fella for a picture like but not even just audaciousness like I wouldn't do that because my mind as a woman is like okay you're going to be seen in this club with a semi-known guy taking a picture with him the girl's not here. What could get back to his wife slash girlfriend right now? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That you were up, that his arm was around your mm. back. Someone like, you know, you don't know who else is in the club taking pictures. And if this is not a celebrity kind of vibe, if you're up talking to your, you know, having a, a schmoozy chat with your friend's well, boyfriend at the bar, mm-hmm. you don't know if your other friend's in the corner being like, eh, I just saw him touch your shoulder. And, and unfortunately, like, I mean, that can seem like our perception of this can seem a little bit like 
whoa, relax, girls. I However, know, yeah. we live in a country. Ireland is so incredibly gossipy oh, and yeah. so small that gossip goes like wildfire through this country. Mm-hmm. Like when something like that small as it may be a touch on the shoulder can then snowball into that marriage being gossiped about <laughs> yeah, for and years. that he was analing her in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like that's what happens in the country. So it, like I do, like it is probably low key paranoid. However, it I do think it is paranoid, but like at the same time I think the the mix of alcohol yeah is a big factor here. And yeah. like that's what when Claire was saying like oh when Ian goes out to the pub and girls are throwing themselves coming up to him and like you know arm around yeah. him, ah, I'm getting a picture whatever. I think that's when you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Yeah, for sure. In terms of I agree. even gossip um going rife that a lot of the time Irish gossip is spawned from drinking culture whatever's yes. going on like well it's stuff I that was happened at a gaff. in the pub and like yeah. everyone is you know everyone's running it's their after gums session, in the, it's club it's pub after session especially big gossip fucking furnace um yeah like you know uh, you know it's very much less so like if i was in town on a tuesday afternoon and like i saw my friend's fella might stop to have a chat and i would be on my way if i'm honest but the thing is is that like alcohol lubricates the situation to be a kind of more like Possibly nefarious kind of activity. Alcohol also blurs memory. Yeah. So you can be like, I think he like first came over. Hold on, no, wait, no, wait. His friend came over first, and we were chit chatting because I know him from college. Remember, mm. I did that chorus. Anyway, and then he came over, and he kind of scooted. It's all very like, hold on, you'll never get the full story. And it's also like, it's like there's so many, like barricades up between like what people are seeing that you're there's a lot of people in a small vicinity that could be looking you know that way and you could be looking at the bar from a while ago and it could look like oh jimmy and jenny are up there freaking snogging mm. but someone else could be like right across and be like oh no like fucking jenny was yeah in like if it's screaming a in his ear that he's an arsehole you yeah know, you yeah, never yeah. know like you never know and but completely i do think you are putting yourself in a vulnerable situation if we're bringing it back to the Jordan and Tristan thing, that she wasn't innocently in a house. She was at a sesh. Yeah. There was drink and God knows what involved. Yeah. And the story, I hate when you're getting like gossip from a sesh and you know that you're trying to look like you remember everything when you don't. Yeah. Like she was like, and then like she was trying to seem so concise with her like, memories Jordan mm. was at the red table she was like my legs were dangling and then I left the room and he left 30 seconds after it was like I love the like spitting hairs on it's 8 o'clock in the morning I love the spitting hairs over her at no point was I giving him a lap dance at no point yeah. was I cuddling with him on the couch yeah your legs the legs turn crossing I was like so we're just gonna that's that, a cuddle that's extremely affectionate like I know it probably sounds like we're being freaking like you know, segregate the sexes and get have women's and men's bars back. But it's more so just like. But I think this is the kind of interesting of like, what are the boundaries? Yeah, it is interesting. And I think in terms of a relationship, I had this situation before personally when, um, Jay Jimmy was very close with my family and stuff, and, um, I'm like, do I spill this this random? I'll tea? spill my recent tea as well. Okay, okay, well, we'll oh, finish yeah. this off with our individual spilling of our own tea. Okay, yeah, we got 15 okay. minutes. So, um, 
yeah so I kind of had this situation which is probably which might explain our way of thinking in yeah. this podcast or whatever so Jimmy and I were working on things around um, summer right yeah the middle of summer and um, he was close with my family and my sisters and stuff and they definitely wanted to like accept him back we wanted to try and like patch up everything after like you know years of them falling out through our breakups mm. and all that kind of stuff and um there was one night when he went out and I was at home with the kids and there was a group of people out my sister was one of those people and um they were like I didn't know they were going out together mm. there was like snapchat or what insta stories it of was them. kind of a like random night as well which really kind of made it a night. bit more like yeah huh? it was um yeah because Jimmy wasn't going to go out and then he decided last minute to go out mm. and Sarah was out with her boyfriend and I was at home and I think we'd actually just finished recording a podcast. Yeah, we had. You went to Betty Boys, and I was up and I just checked up, like was looking at some Insta stories and like my sister and Jimmy were putting up Insta stories together, and it was fine. Like I knew nothing was happening. However, I was like, this could be perceived in a different type of way, and I was just like, oh, if this caught wind on one of those fucking gals who snap pages or whatever, it just made you feel uncomfortable. Just I was like, "Mm, that's a boundary that I didn't know existed until it's been crossed, and now I'm not really mad about that. I think, I don't think I'm that mad about you guys drinking together, and I'm just not mad about that. Yeah, and I remember we kind of spoke about it, and like, you were kind of going, oh, am I being too much? Am I being power? And I was like, look, Lindsay, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter <clears throat> if this person thinks you're being power or if that person thinks you're overreacting. Because I was like, this is your relationship and your boundary. And, you know, sometimes you don't know a boundary has been crossed, unfortunately, until it has been crossed. Like that has happened to me in relationships before. It's happened mm. to me in friendships before. Where sometimes just the, the boundary is crossed only and you're looking back at it and you're going, oh shit, I didn't know that was a problem for me. But all you can do then is kind of treat it as like, okay, I have to address this boundary now. And it's not in any way of being like, you know, what I say goes. I think it's just a kind of like mutual being able to coexist in each other's lives or whatever. Like, I mean, because relationships do blur things. Mm -hmm. And it's a strange thing with relationships because I definitely feel in Irish culture especially well actually no probably every culture we very much value the romantic relationship more so than a friendship for example Mm -hmm. or even sometimes family the romantic relationship is very much core to just human existence or something yeah you know so like I feel like it's strange like say if you're in a situation where you're three friends and you know, then two of the friends end up together. That relationship ends up trumping the friendship that may have existed before. It can, yeah. Yeah. As in, like, not, like, more so with the male and female. Like, say if there was a... Sure, I get you. um, A group of three people, two girls, one guy. You know the way? Mm -hmm. I feel like if the romantic relationship happens with with the guy... It kind of trumps. I just feel like... Like the guy trumps the girlfriend over the friend kind of thing. Um, or like, it's just or that that is perception. kind of... No, I think that that... Not really public perception. More so in... Just in general in like... How can I describe this? Sorry, it seems so complicated. Just like... Like do you mean that like... If, if I'm creating a boundary... Say, okay, say for yeah. example with um, that situation with Jimmy and my sister. Mm-hmm. 
like Jimmy and my sister had a friendship, a genuine friendship, yeah. genuine connection. She saw him as family, vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a genuine connection. However, my relationship with Jimmy will always trump that because okay. it's a romantic relationship because that is always the core of existence in terms of relationships. It'll trump his and her relationship, but not yours and her. No. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's uh, where that comes from, as in like, because it's, it's a lot of the time. With well, I think where that sexes. specific kind of situation would come from is that like the only reason your sister knew Jimmy was through you. Mm. I don't know if it's the same if it was like a mutual we were all friends and then the re- the relationship mm. like I would think that that other person in the little triangle would have pretty much equal footing because they would also have their individual boundaries you know if there's like you know John, Jenny and Jane and then Jane and John end up going out like Jenny still has a fucking you know she still has her own individual relationships with those people that I I do think also holds like sand you know that way like it holds like true as in like she, Jane can have her own boundaries with her girlfriend and the guy and you know what I mean like it's a little bit more know. equal I think it's completely different if like you know like say for example my ex Michael like say you were really close to him mm-hmm my relationship with Michael would definitely have trumped yours because you only knew him through me. Mm-hmm. But like, if we all knew each other from college, say, I like say for example, like Michael and I aren't together anymore. Say we all went to college together. It would be completely understandable for you to still have a relationship with Michael after mm. we separated. Mm-hmm. But in the situation I am now, it's completely, in my opinion, and I think you would <laughs> agree with me, mm-hmm. I know you would, it would be inappropriate for you to have... Uh, like ongoing kind of friendship with him yeah. without he and I having a relationship anymore. If the basis of our relationship at the, at was the, through me. Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? through you guys' kind yeah. of relationship and stuff like that. It's just an interesting one. I think it's kind of down to society is formed off romantic relationships. Yeah. So we will always kind of... Yeah, I'd agree with you on that point. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. like, and in terms of like this Jordan situation, which is like... She had a loyal friendship with Kylie. You know, she was mm. basically family to them. However, she wasn't actually family. Yeah. And she ruined this relationship that was pretty premature. And also, that was ruined time and time over again. Like, let's, we, let's also, remember he was caught red-handed while Chloe was going into labour. And let's remember, I mean... That's all fake anyway, as you said, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but also, apparently, like, like, he had a pregnant fiance or whatever yeah, when they met and all yeah, this stuff yeah, and yeah, yeah, Lamar yeah. had you know it's he a was, shit show so it's just I mean the family has no moral compass so it's also kind of frustrating when you see them yeah. harping on about stuff but we're just talking about it as if it's real because that's how we're going to be able to learn yeah and because it. the beautiful thing when about reality uh, and celebrities and media and stuff like that is however crazy and far removed it is from our normality as in like their richness and their extravagance and luxury and lifestyle is so far removed from us but when these kind of stories come out however false they may be it does kind of make you you know they yeah you can take this, some from this it. does happen well that's our podcast yeah um, this so does I'm gonna, happen. i want to spill my tea so another kind of boundary thing that came up as i said like i'm single now so 
you know, at the start of a breakup, it's all kind of grand. You're just like healing and blah. And then it comes to like, I always find it's about a month in when shit starts to get said back to you. Like, you know, both parties are probably like out on the town a bit more living single life. And that's when things get like complicated and annoying. And, you know, I woke up one morning with a really long DM from someone that we know, um, it was this kind of situation that we were talking about earlier on the podcast like I was out last night and your ex was there and we were talking and at first we didn't realise who each other were but then we realised who each other were and then this happened and that happened and I got his number but I don't want his number and and it was just like nothing it was like the longest DM telling me that nothing happened but I still had to deal with the shit but it was also like no, you know I mean there's no point speculating very, over no, whether no 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 I'm not saying it yeah. happened right don't care we don't like whatever you don't care but it was very much coming at you as in I'm perfect he's not yeah and that's frustrating when it's like if you were involved in any way in this gossip or again it was like we were talking earlier about like you got you're in that position yeah yeah exactly you know you can be like that's how Lindsay and I started to talk about this it's just like you know, you have to put yourself, like, when I hear these stories, I put myself in their shoes and I'm just like, you know, if I'm out in fucking Ligulaton and I see Jimmy, like, there's just, there's just not going to be a chance for that conversation to ever happen. And I look, I don't know this person that well, so I'm not saying it's equal stakes, but at the same time, I just, it just wouldn't happen. Like, if I saw any of my friend's exes in a bar... A, the, the, a nod a wave and if it is this fake story of we didn't know who each other were hmm, sure but you know what mm. I mean like th- even if we were chatting then oh shit you're fucking blah 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 ex-boyfriend yeah 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 immediately my brain goes into like self-preservation mode and also like eh, this could be drama mode on a self that's what goes into level. my head it's like because it has happened to me it happened with a friend a couple of years ago she had this pretty dramatic breakup it happened over couple months where it was like they were you know she was hearing all this gossip about him she oh, wasn't yeah. sure and like I was just like oh this is very messy yeah and then coincidentally like after they did finally break up I never would have bumped into this dude I literally had never seen him without her but when they broke up <laughs> oh, anytime I was in town he was like what this fucking story come here hugging me I was oh. like okay and I just would for like Stiffen up yeah. and just be like, oh, and would turn into the fakest bitch ever. Be like, oh, how are you getting on? Like, <laughs> yeah, not so good. Like, yeah. sure you've heard, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Things getting a bit serious. Like, what the fuck? All I want to say. Look, if you're talking to her, right? I never fucking. Is that, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I'm going off. I got I my see it. Exit to the left. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm not. I feel like I would just girls. Never... When I've ever been in the situation where someone's coming to me, being like, so I can't bumped into your ex and it was so awkward so I kind of just started like I just kind of felt bad so like you know we did have a bit of a sit down like no I think that's when women's thirst for goss just overrides any form of loyalty that they will low-key throw their friend under the bus being like at the end of the day the way she cheated you was kind of bad be like actually you know some of us I didn't agree with it some of us girlies did always think that like she's a bit of a bitch yeah yeah, no, like in fair play, you forget me, but like real sweet guy. Like you treat her like fucking gold, like that Christmas present home. Yeah, we all saw, and we were all fucking mad jealous. No, we were, and like you're real good looking as well, like. And it's just, and then when you add alcohol and add like 
just use chatting and knowing we're single now. It's just you are injecting yourself into a whole world of trouble. And look, I understand everyone's someone's fucking ex. That's just a fact. Everyone True. has an ex and everyone is someone's ex. And you can't avoid them and it's just a matter. And dating in Ireland, you're oh, going to be slim stepping on toes. You're going to be, hey, saws about that. Got with and, you know. All I'm saying is I just don't understand the mentality. Like Lindsay and I always say, the fucking second my friend is like interested in a guy, he becomes a gay man in my mind. And it's not even me being like, right, forbid yourself from fancying him. It just... It's like this automatic switch in my brain. Mm. Like if a girl's like, oh my God, I'm really into this guy. I'm like, no way. And I, if I see him, I'm like, how's it going, Owen? You little fucker. Yeah. Like not flirty. I'm treating him like a girl. Like I'm. I think it is all comes from like weird, like competitiveness within yeah. the sexes. Like it definitely happens with men as well. And But the difference with the competitiveness of the way that women are competitive with women and men are competitive with men in the romantic world it's kind of like oh god I hate the way women are competitive with men with girls I feel like it's real like I got him in the end it's always like to one up you like they'll always kind of just backhanded a little compliment there yeah being like oh okay Mm. like yeah he loves like that I don't wear extensions you do yeah yeah they're like you know he's mad like he was talking to me in the bar and it was really inappropriate actually he was saying like that just brown eyes aren't really his thing anymore since he broke up with you but like loves my blue eyes because they're like light bright and shining like diamond yeah it was random it's random like, really inappropriate though and i just said thanks like when girls are like oh my god i bumped into your ex like he was being fucking weird like he was literally like I have a gaff that you can come back to and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that so random? Like, I was like, fucking hell. Like, you know I'm friends with Jenny. And then he I was like, always hate, fancied you. I fucking it's like, hate that shit. You're just trying to backhanded compliment yourself to just plateau off a little, you know. Yeah. Fe- feeling feeling yourself there for a minute. Yeah. Because you know I'm going to be feeling like shit. Because you've basically told me that my ex wanted to bring you back. Yeah, and then also within friends, I think they do that kind of like, yeah, he was being like, oh, I always fancied you. When like, yeah. they always want to be like, just say you know, he always fancied me. So just and then they'll try and hide that, yeah, and veil that under like the being nice, hun, which is like, say you're well read, you're well read. If he's fucking yeah. like can't even be loyal to you, it's like no, 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 <laughs> I see, I know a bit. And then there's the whole I just told him to go fuck himself. It's like. When you know that like There's 10 steps to the I've got a gaff to come back to vibe And that's you rolling a cig Buying him a drink Cuddling Like the, I know And I'm not just saying It's all blaming on the girl or the guy It's both fucking parties oh, yeah. when you're my mate Your loyalty's with me I don't give a fuck yeah, about my ex fuck men But it's like my ex is like my ex like, He's my ex for a fucking reason And also you know like Your ex He's The trust is gone Like you know you don't have the loyalty anymore I as don't, much. Like, I mean, I expect it from an ex. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. we've broken up. We're kind of hating each other, but we still love each other a bit. So yeah. we kind of end up treating each other horribly yeah. and whatever. You do some fucked up shit. Like. Yeah, it's just, it gets messy a lot of the time. It's, it's not surprising from an ex. Even no. if the ex is the best but a friend person in the whole fucking who world. who has been, you know, just a friend who it's like, could you just be loyal, please? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this is a mad old podcast. But it's a gas. It's one, a kind honestly. of complicated one because it is just really. 
it's like it's not going to be a problem until it's on your yeah. lap kind of thing and i'm sure so many of you guys have like fucking been through this like we get many questions like this we yeah. got many questions of girls being like is it normal for my friend to be in photos with my boyfriend? Yeah. Is it normal for my ex and my best friend to be Snapchatting? Or is like, it normal? you know, like, the whole thing of like, I obviously want my boyfriend and my best friend to be friends, but now they're going on nights out together. Yeah, we get a lot of these kind of questions and they all stem from confusion. Of and boundaries. the confusion is, yeah, like, you clearly have met a boundary or come across a boundary that you're not really that comfortable with something. Yeah. However you feel... Like you're not entitled to have that boundary because mm. I think in today's like dating language, there's so much conversation going on about going around about control and freedom and polyamory or whatever yeah, the hell. It's yeah. all very much like let each other breathe and live within the relationship. Yeah, the very much the accepted narrative is like let it, every individual fly free like an individual snowflake that they are and polyamory and all this kind of shit. And it's yeah. just like whereas like for a lot of the time that can stifle then certain people's boundaries that are completely valid. Or people's individual, yeah, just it's your Needs own individual boundary. Yeah. Like what is okay for me may not be okay for you. And yeah. you have to in a relationship and also in a friendship yeah. relationship come to some kind of balance that you're both content with what's going on and that's a really important thing to, to understand as well like you know I've seen this happen um, both through questions on the podcast and in my own personal life with friends like where you know a boundary has been crossed through say two friends and the one of their, their boyfriends and the girl who crossed the boundary kind of brings up this whole narrative of like but sure you went out with Sean last week and I didn't say anything and that's where it starts to get really stickly because as you said, Lindsay, like what's your boundary is not someone else's boundary. No. Like I can be completely grand with, you know, my friend, one of my friends going out and my boyfriend on a night out. That does not mean that I should then accept the same uh yeah that you can Level. be going out with everyone's boyfriend yeah. and expect it's them like, to be like that's my boundary and that's the fact that and and it also is like, you know, even if you've got a boyfriend, if I have a boyfriend like I can be grand with him going out with my friends on a night out, he might not be grand with me going out with all of his lot friends. And that's just you have to then be kind of you know you have to kind of you know weigh up the scales there and be like okay they're his friends it's his boundary what well, you have to figure out it's it's a really a a web of complications within mm. that because people's boundaries come from a lot of the time mistrust that they may have carried from the previous re- relationship yeah. or you know a load of different things and like it the, is their mum and dad like all that kind of stuff yeah. plays into it as well like loads of different morals stuff. and ethics that have been taught in your family and a lot of the time when you do like say when I did go to my sister say for that example I was talking about and I was kind of like look I just find this inappropriate I d- I'm not like and then she was instantly defensive being mm-hmm. like nothing happened what the fuck you don't trust yeah. me and I was like I do I trust you. I'm not questioning what could have or yeah. what happened behind the scenes. I don't I don't think anything did. Yeah. I trust you both. Yeah. However, what I did see, I just was a bit uncomfortable yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not about it. And I'm allowed not be about it. Yeah. And and you should just like unfortunately like I just feel like it's it's one of those like hard truths to swallow. Like I'm sure if you came to me about a similar situation, I'd be like you probably are always going to be on the defense at first but then when you mm-hmm. kind of sit back and think about it it's like okay well like what am I gonna do insist on going out with her boyfriend every week a lot yeah it's easier here say sorry and not do it and like after a little while Sarah did she was like oh yeah actually hold on that's yeah I totally get that 
And then we were able to speak openly and honestly. Mm. She was like, I, I guess I was just trying to welcome him back into yeah. the family for you. And I wanted him to feel really, really welcome. Yeah, and that I, there was nothing bad going on with the whole, so like, the, you know, drama. Yeah, so the boundary wasn't at I the get. forefront of my mind. You know, this was her explaining. So it was like, okay... That's wonderful. That was an honest way to kind of both conclude as in like I had to mirror to my face and be like, hold on, why am I unhappy with this? And she also yeah. had to be like, okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's how you find the balance. And that's a healthy way of kind yeah. of going through and being like, oh, okay. Like we both kind of see our own. That's behavior. a healthy way to converse about it so that it doesn't become a controlling thing because mm. it's very, very slippery. Oh, kind so of, I was, I was, it was the next point I was going to bring up that there is just such a, a fine line between boundaries and then like control because one can be masked as the, as the other you know yeah it can be brought up as like i don't want you going out with the lads without me or it can be just an unfairness within a relationship which yeah. is like i'm allowed to hang around with my exes but yeah. you're not allowed to hang out with yours yeah and they're just our different fucking boundaries and that can be also practiced in different ways of like a lot of the time within what slips i feel what when it slips from boundaries into control, mm. a lot of the time, I think it's boundaries can be spoken of. Yeah. A lot of the time, control is more done by like, I'm not going to tell you not to wear that. There's orders. I'm just going to be in a sulk anytime you wear a short skirt when we go out. I and think, make you, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it all stems from like toxicity and like low-key abuse, to be honest. Yeah. Because like if you, you know, for example, like Michael and I had a great relationship. I'm like quite a very healthy just like discourse wise for mm. in relation to boundaries and all that kind of stuff and like there was never really anything that I felt like I couldn't really bring up from but my first boyfriend there was 100% control masked and boundaries kind of vibe where like I he was allowed to do whatever the fuck he wanted I mean go out on a Friday come home on a Monday not talk to me all weekend like you know real mm-hmm. sesh vibes 4am random gaff and artane vibes mm. but like if I wanted I remember one time I went out um, And organised a girly night This is when I was like 18 So like Probably one of my first Girls nights ever He's in the club Finds out where we are He's there mm. So You know and, and there was no Time in my Kind of mind That I thought Oh I can I should I need to talk to him About this Because like I knew what would come Through the talk Would be this toxic mess Like screaming Fighting Him calling me All the names under the world So it's like You know And that's an extreme level of it But I think When as you said Lindsay That's what made me think about it Like Boundaries Can be discussed If you If it's about a boundary And it's something that you feel You want to share With your partner Or Mm -hmm. your friend Like It has to be a discussion And like It's something that you feel Comfortable bringing up And that you at least Think that they're going to have Like Even though they might be defensive At first They might come around to you And then go Oh okay I see what you're coming from They're going to Whether or not they're defensive They are going to give you the like they're going to be able to like give you the time to sit down and talk yeah. about it in a rational manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like I think when it goes into control, it's a lot of the time it's affected by moods or you know sulking or you know not you don't get to have that genuine conversation. Yeah. 
where for you're me, both seeing each other on an equal kind of playing field what it was in my old relationship was I knew it whenever I would bring up something it would spiral into like the same fight we'd always have like it yeah. would start off with that and then it would be like but you did that and do you not remember when you did that and then it'd become this big thing and then the control becomes that because then I would never bother bringing up my boundaries because I was like well and then that's like abuse of control because one person is being held at a way lower level standard of behavior than the other person mm. like one person is meant to you know follow the rules tick the boxes cross their t's dot their i's and the other person kind of fucking do whatever the fuck they want with me and my kind of perception of how a boundary a so-called boundary slipped into control was that um with my ex it was like we both had friendships in our lives that had stemmed from like sleep like people that we slept with like of the opposite sex that we'd both kind of slept with certain people that we were still friends with and value the friendship and wanted to carry it on even though we were now in a romantic relationship together and I completely accepted and welcomed his exes his whatever I didn't care to know or I just didn't care I trusted him the fact that like he maybe slept with this person it didn't bother me however when I then thought that I could welcome people that I had had previous relationships or whatever flirtations with in the past when I brought them in expecting the same uh, same treatment that I'd given him he didn't say he didn't kind of talk to me about a boundary he didn't try and sit me down and be like here I don't know if I'm that comfortable with that he which again wouldn't have been fair but at least I would have been able to kind of fight my corner he just would kind of low-key slag me about still fancying them just little digs here and there which made me just feel uncomfortable having them around he wouldn't welcome them the same way I welcomed his previous partners whatever do you know that kind of way so it just made it double standard like it was double standards and it was just like okay I just just ended up that I didn't maintain those friendships and I didn't bring them around because it was awkward Mm. and then it was just an inequality of okay you've been able to maintain your friendships because I let you yeah and create a safe space for you to be able to do so yeah yeah, you didn't do that to me for me but it never would have been able to be a conversation because. Yeah, you're coming at it from t- such different point of view and like just different. It's just a double standard. We just weren't able to have conversations like that yeah. because he And that didn't. was the same my first, my first ex as well. It was just like the conversation. It wasn't even a like, oh, I might bring it up. It was like, absolutely no way. That's that conversation ain't happen. It's just it's when someone doesn't treat you as an equal, you're never going to be able to sit down and have a conversation because they don't see you as an equal. So they don't respect you as an equal. So they see themselves as a higher person than you and that you deserve less than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're not seeing you as a 50 50 equal in this partnership. So I'd say I can imagine to wrap this up, the lowdown of what happened with Chloe and Tristan. It was like. It seemed like that kind of regard of like he was living a single life. He was out in the club all the time. He was like after sessions, whatever. And she probably couldn't even have a conversation with him. Yeah, because I mean, even that episode where she's giving birth to True and like all of her sisters are like, are you going to bring it up to Tristan about (laughs) the strippers? (laughs) And she was kind of like, no, no, I think I'm just going to leave it because, you know, having the baby. So maybe just maybe have that conversation later, later day. And it's like. Okay, but you're gonna have him in the room during the birth. Okay, flying him in from Cleveland. Brilliant, brilliant, okay. brilliant. And you're moving there then. The oh, move, so isolating. Perm- okay, yeah, isolating huh. from the family. Oh, tell, tell, fine. Tell, 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 tell. So you know, clearly one person was allowed to run amok 
and the other person either didn't care or the only thing I got from the red table talk as well was that dear god Jordan wants to fuck Tristan if she hasn't she is horny for him oh and I mean who isn't I mean he's right the man is exquisite he's so gorgeous but he's clearly such a dirt bag he's so gorgeous and is using every drop of his gorgeousness to be a complete terror yeah like there's he nothing knows that his gorgeousness as will just hot, get him out of it all the time i mean that as hot as he is though a man who does that not even that like say just the original one he became so vile to me after like her going into labor and him doing all that shit if it was true or not i'm just saying like taking it as as you if know, it was true or not but however i think he was far from the get-go because he got with Chloe when exactly. he had another well, that's woman how pregnant. I, I found you know that I mean? out then through that. Yeah. And then that whole story kind he of unearthed unearth this whole like fucking shit show. Tristan Thompson is the kind of man who is absolutely perfect and fabulous for an after club shag. Yes. That you can stick on your bedpost and be like, I got with that complete ride. <laughs> but don't hold him to anything other than that. Yeah. yeah do yeah, not, yeah. most certainly do not have a child with him. Unless you literally want to be a single mama yeah. dealing with a cunt of an ex. Yeah, which Chloe, Kardashian, which Chloe Kardashian can be because she's fucking minted. She doesn't need his money. She doesn't need anything from him. You know that Kim way. Kim Kardashian, actually, just a side note, when um, the day after when people, when it first kind of dropped and people were unsure if this was just yeah. random rumours and then uh, people were like, hold on, why isn't she, why is Chloe out? She was working or something. And then Kim was like, she needs to support... <laughs> True, she's been hustling single mother. It's like it's she's like worth so much. In money. no way, shape, she's not or to be form. at that PLT event. No, <laughs> does she need to like dry her eyes, straighten her crown, and get back out there because she has a baby to provide for? It's like, no, no, no. Goddamn, true, won't be getting her mini Givenchy for Christmas. I think Chloe doesn't. Their attempts up. of being real are just so far removed, but I, I, I see it and I appreciate it. Um, okay, let's wrap this up, girl. So girlies let us know If you have any uh, Situations like this With the boundary thing I find it really interesting Especially with friends And boyfriends Or like Who knows what it is You know that way Just different kind of levels Of boundaries And just different kind of Inappropriate behaviour Or appropriate behaviour If you completely Fucking disagree with us That is also all good um, And if you want the full tea About our breakups a Reminder You can go to our Patreon page Where we have Our most successful episode yet Thank you so much To everyone who signed up already We are about to go Record an ex-gals now A little follow up app yeah because that one was so successful thank you to everyone for all the messages it was just really nice especially when you're that raw and real and yes. bawling into a microphone casually snotting I was <laughs> it was intense even to listen back to I couldn't listen to it all but anyway <laughs> if you want to know where it was really intense so thank you so much we'll talk to you next week and go buy tickets for live thank you bye girl bye
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.